0: Hey, friend. Welcome to the Emotional Eating Therapist Show and 2023. This week is going to be a little bit different because I am going to post a new episode every day for five days. In this episode, I am recapping the books that I read in 2022 I'm not gonna go over all 100 of them. I'm gonna just touch on some of my favorites, some of my mm, not so favorites, but that really made an impact on my year. So stay tuned. We're gonna jump right into that. Welcome to the Emotional Eating Therapist Show. I'm your host, Sabrina Rogers, licensed mental health counselor, intuitive eating, and body image expert and Recovering Perfectionist. After healing my own disordered eating and body image issues, I'm helping women let go the guilt and shame around eating, feel at peace around food, and befriend the image they see in the mirror. In this podcast, we chat about all things food, body, and mental health so that you can stop dieting, let go of perfectionism, and finally feel confident in all areas of your life. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Sabrina Rogers LMHC. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. This helps other women find and learn about the podcast so they too can change their relationship with food and body. Let's get ready to stay off the diet roller coaster and live healthily ever after. Now, before we get too far into this episode. I just want to preface that it is winter break and my son is home. He also happens to have a buddy over today. I have locked myself away in the office, but you never know when they're going to make an appearance or if the microphone's going to pick up some of their hoot nannies in the background. So if you hear them, just know that they're having a great time. All right, let's get to my top books of 2022. I think I mentioned this earlier and as some of you already know, um, a few years ago, I decided to see how many books I could read in a year. And when I say read, I mean both physically read with my eyes and also listen with my ears to audiobooks because I think audiobooks are so, so wonderful. It's like story time only as an adult. And I can pop my earbuds in and I can listen to whatever book I'm reading while I'm doing crafts, while I'm walking with Emerus. Um I really don't read while I'm running just because it's hard for me to follow the storyline. Um, so when I run or do intense exercise like that, I use music to get me through. I also like the beat and cadence while I'm running but any other time, doing crafts, driving, walking, I usually have either a podcast going on or an audiobook going on. So some of my top books, I did, I think I did a top five of nonfiction and fiction, because when you read 100 books a year, it's hard to kind of narrow them down. Oh, I got a little sidetracked there. Okay, clearly you can see I did not script this episode before recording. A few years ago, I decided that I was going to see how many books that I could read in a year. And I ended up getting over 50, 60, somewhere in there. And then the next year, I thought, "Mm, I wonder if I can hit even more. I wonder if I can get to 75. And I did. And I surpassed it. And I got to like 90 ish by December. And I went, "Mm, I wonder if I can push out another 10 in the month of December. Sure enough, got to 100 books. And that has sort of been my baseline since then. Um, If I don't reach it, nothing bad happens. I don't beat myself up about it. But it just seems to be pretty par for the course of doing two books per week. And that averages out to 100 per year. So let's get to my top five non-fiction books. This first one has been on my to-read list since it was published. Um, one of my great friends, who's also a counselor, sent it to me for my birthday a while ago um, because I hadn't purchased it yet. And then it took me a really long time to finally sit down and read it. But it is... Reading wise, a short read, um, but the context or the content is a little bit heavier, no pen intended. Um, So I had to take a little bit of time with it. So the first top read I did in January, and that is The Body Is Not an Apology by Sonia Rennie Taylor. Um, I'm going to put links for all of these books in the show notes. I'm also going to put a link to my Goodreads year in review, so that you can see all of them if you would like. So, the body is not apology by Sonia Re- Renee Taylor was um, mind blowing is not quite the right word for it, but it was definitely helpful in my own journey with body neutrality rather rather than body positivity. Because, friend, there are days. Even after all of this work that I've done, even after all of the women that I have helped, there are days that I don't love every part of my body. And this book really helped to let me off the hook that that's okay. I also noticed how many times throughout my life I have apologized to someone for my body or something that my body lacks. And throughout this year, I've really... Changed by focusing on, no, I'm not going to apologize because my boobs are small. I'm not going to apologize that my butt is big and I accidentally knocked into you. I might apologize for knocking into you, but I'm not going to make a comment about my body. So I do think that if you are having any struggle still with your body image, pick up this book and read it. It's a short book, um, but give yourself time to process whatever's going on. So, second, And these aren't in the order of like top five. It's hard to rate when you get your top five. Uh, But the second one in order of when I read them is Body Respect by Lindo Bacon. Um, It might still be under depending on what um, edition you're reading or looking for. It might be Linda, but they have since changed to Lindo Bacon, PhD. And Lucy Afremor, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. This was another really great book on body image. This and The Body Is Not An Apology are both required for my certified eating disorder specialist that I'm currently working on. Um, This one's a little bit thicker, longer read, but again, still very, very good content. Third book, in the order of when I read them, is Don't Pass It On by Christina Stye, who is also a psychotherapist in Iowa, just a few short miles down the road from me. However, we have not met in person. So if Christina, if you're listening to this, we still need to get together. Uh, this, another really great book with body image and eating disorders, especially if you are someone who is struggling or has struggling is going to have children or has children, she walks you through step-by-step how to work through some of your stuff so that you don't pass it on to your kiddos. Definitely recommend. I did find it on Amazon. She did self-publish. So if you want to, Amazon's probably the easiest. Link's in the show notes. Then I read and this is more recent, Discovering the Inner Mother by Bethany Webster. And this has been recommended one of my to-read books for a while. Again, um, the mentorship that I was in, we were going to all read it together. Um, It was a really great book. If you are having any type of conflict with yourself, thinking about having children, and have had conflict with your mother, this book is a must read. I'm not going to give any more because I don't want to give it away, but it it's really good and it was not at all what I was expecting, but still good. And then I think I left this one for last partly because it was one of the last books that I read and also this one made a huge impact and I think it is probably my top non-fiction book of 2022, What Happened to You by Oprah and Bruce Perry so often we ask, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? And that really puts the blame on yourself or the other person. Let's soften it and ask what happened to you. Because when we look at what has happened to you throughout your life, we often get really good snapshots of why we're acting the way we are. This book is phenomenal. Again, it's it's a fairly... I don't know, what, like eight hours-ish or so read time, and very, very relatable. So, so good. Pick it up. Read it, please. Um, Then let's move on to fiction. My top, I only did four. No, I did five. Two of them are paired together. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start first with if you have never heard of it before, this is my favorite series ever. The Wheel Before Time by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. And I started reading these in high school because my husband, now husband, then boyfriend, recommended them to me. And these are hefty books, like 800 to 1,000 pages each. They're they're thick. They will take a little while to get through but the writing is just superb, and the storyline is once you get you know, used to all of the characters, it's just such a great story. So, I had started it over 20 years ago. And this year, I well, last year and this year, I reread them all and then finished finally because I had never read the last, I think, three or four books in the series. A little bittersweet. I didn't want it to end. I'm not entirely sure I'm in love and super excited about how everything ended. Um, lots of people die. Lots of people that I liked die, and that was really sad. Uh, but still, great series. If you want a big undertaking, I highly recommend it. I also, at the end of the year, Got into the Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Mayer. And these are a fun fantasy, sci fi, futuristic take on some of our classic fairy tales. And I am a sucker for a good fairy tale adaptation. I also read all of the um, Twisted Tales by Disney those are good. I like the Lunar Chronicles better. Um, I'm not going to give any more details on that because I don't want to give anything away. But she does such a nice job of incorporating some of the key elements of our favorite fairy tales with a very futuristic twist to it. So they are, I was surprised to realize that these books are like over 10 years old. Um, so I love also going back and reading author's old stuff, um, just to help get it circulating again. So definitely check out The Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer. Then Stolen Tongues by Felix Blackwell. This was recommended to me by my friend Whitney, who is an avid reader and author as well. And this book scared the crap out of me. It was so freaking creepy. And I don't normally get creeped out or scared by books, but this one, this one did it. I think it also helped that I was reading it. So it's set kind of in the winter out um, in the middle of nowhere. And we live on three acres. We have neighbors nearby, but they, you know, they're far enough away that if, if we pretend that they're not there, we can kind of think that we're out in the middle of nowhere and snowy and it is it was snowing when I started reading this one just added to the whole thing so definitely if you want a good creepy thriller this is this is the one to pick up stolen tongues by Felix Blackwell and then my last two go together because one they're the only books that I've found by Alex McElady's and they, they go together. The characters overlap somewhat. Um, so definitely start with The Maidens. And then when you're done with that one, read The Silent Patient. I read The Silent Patient last year, 2021, and or maybe it was 2020. I don't know. I've read it before. Um, but after reading The Maidens, I went through and I read it again, because this is one of my favorite books of all time. And pairing it with the characters in his first novel, The Maidens, oh, again, just he has a way of using Greek mythology throughout his works, and I really look forward to seeing some of his future stuff. Um, the other downfall is like when you have really good books or songs, sometimes it's hard to continue living up to that. So, Alex, I'm hope I'm not putting too much pressure on you, but I'm really excited to see what you do in the future. So, those are my top books of 2022, both fiction and non-fiction. I'm making my to to read list for 2023 that will continue throughout the year if you have a book that has changed your life drastically or has made a huge impact on you whether it's fiction or nonfiction, please send me an email info at sabrina because I want to I want to read it I want to know what you guys are enjoying and have conversations about some of these things Plus, I also just really like to read and consume content. So I hope that you have found some of this at least entertaining. Um, I hope it gives you an idea of things that you might want to read this year or in future years. Know that I'm going to put links to Amazon for all of the books that I mentioned, and I'm also going to put my link for my Goodreads year-in review for 2022 up. I didn't start that until this year. Actually, like today, as of the day of the recording, I put them all in there because I thought that would be a different way of keeping track of them other than in my Google Sheets tracker is how I usually do things because you know simplistic all right friend I want to hear your favorite books so don't forget to email me info at sabrinarogers.com and I will see you in the next episode before you go thanks for listening to the emotional eating therapist show if you enjoy listening to this podcast please leave a review on itunes or wherever you listen to me This helps other women find and learn about the podcast so they too can change their relationship with food and their body. The material presented in the podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or give specific medical advice, including, without limitation, advice concerning the topic of mental health. The information contained in this podcast is for the sole purpose of being informative and is not to be considered complete and does not cover all issues related to mental health. Moreover, this information should not replace consultation with your doctor and or other qualified mental health providers and or specialists. If you believe you or another individual is suffering a mental health crisis or other medical emergency, contact your doctor immediately. Seek medical attention immediately in an emergency room or call 911. Listening to this podcast using the website or social media pages, you may be provided with links or websites operated by third parties. Sabrina Rogers does not control such websites and is not responsible for the content and operation of such sites. Links to other websites are provided solely as a courtesy and references in the links are not endorsed, approved, or sponsored by Sabrina Rogers. Sabrina Rogers does not verify the accuracy of the information on those websites. You must rely on the advice of your medical providers for treatment and diagnosis and not on the information contained in these websites. Listening to this podcast, use of the website and any other website to which a link is provided remains the responsibility of the user. Sabrina Rogers specifically disclaims the claim of liability, damages, personal or other kind incurred as a result directly or indirectly by the use and application of this material.